Are Greg and Maya professional reviewers? Absolutely not. Like amateurs at best, but it's okay because they're funny, smart, and kind of adorable. Bless their hearts. So sit back, relax, and tune into this week's episode of All Cued Up. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to All Queued Up, the review podcast tied to streaming services. On today's show, we have episode 6 of Percy Jackson and the Olympians and a discussion topic. But first, I'm Greg, that's Maya. How's your week been, Maya? You're really holding me in suspense about this discussion topic, aren't you? A little bit. Damn it. Here's the thing. I know that it's a good discussion. It's a good discussion. And I think we'll have a... A solid 20 to 25 minute discussion about it. But I need you to tell me about your week first. Uh, well, uh, you know, got my room, worked on my room some more. Uh, we got our first snowfall of the year. Uh, we got Same about here. Seven which... of, we, got, we got about seven inches of snow, uh, which the, all of it's still out there pretty much because the high today was 22 degrees. And the low was zero. Uh, zero is the overnight low for tonight. It's currently 17 degrees out there, but the wind chill is like two degrees. But we've had below below zero wind chill for several days now. Um, so, yeah. Um, thank goodness we've had plenty of heat and our power stayed on we got a propane delivery last week when you and i were recording uh so yeah we're we're nice and toasty and warm but uh other than that watching football uh worked on this room some more and broke out the paints and actually started painting today for the first time since we moved uh, so i've enjoyed doing that But uh, yeah, yeah. There's been no school all week long. Madison's canceled for tomorrow too. They probably won't go Friday because they're anticipating it getting more snow tomorrow night and Friday day. Um, but yeah, just been uh staying warm, drinking hot cocoa, drinking coffee, and uh, painting, watching football. That's that's been my week. How's yeah. your week been? Uh, fairly low key. I mean, today has been exhausting because of all the doctor's appointments my dad had. But other than that, it's been it's been relatively chill. Um, I uh, we had that we had a what's called they call it an Arctic blast or Arctic freeze coming through Texas, and mm-hmm. um, uh, it was funny because Saturday my brother's like warning us about the snowfall and it getting cold, and I was like, it's not going to snow. It's too early for it to snow. It'll snow next month. And he's like, he's like, yeah, probably, but it's going to get cold. It's going to get really cold. So we have to like kind of drip the, the faucets and things like that, which is a, I thought he was bullshitting. I thought it was like some nonsense he had been told or something like that. And then I saw TikTok no. after TikTok after TikTok. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I saw news broadcasting. I was like, wow, it's a real fucking thing. It's a real thing to drip yep. your faucet. So I looked it up and like anybody who gets snow and doesn't live in like a giant complex or giant building has to do that yeah and i was like i was like damn okay well learn something new over time 
And uh, um, so with that in mind, I was, uh, I was getting prepared for it. And Monday rolls around and I'm, I get up out of bed and I have this like curtain over my window that keeps a lot of the light out from the morning, which is good. But at the same time, there's light that still comes in. I'm just not being blinded. But I was like, it's extra fucking bright. And I open up my curtain and I reveal the blinds and I just see fucking white everywhere. And my immediate reaction, I turned fucking 15. I was like, oh! <laughs> I was oh, yeah. ecstatic. So well, you've actually never lived in a place where it snowed actively before, correct? <clears throat> no. Yeah. Our audience should know. I've lived in the Valley of California my whole life. It has snowed there like once when I was 10 and it was like half an inch of snow at best. I don't remember it. It was so, it happened so quickly and it wasn't even good snow. Yeah. It was like snow. That's like kind of already melting. Really powdery. It was like, do you want to build a very tiny and very melty snowman? Um, so I walk outside. My best friend. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm so mad at myself for not doing that on Instagram, by the way. Like, I did that later in the night, and I was like, oh, my God, such a better idea. Why didn't I do that? Anyway, um, I did make a video where, like, I recorded myself going outside for the first time and seeing it. Um, yeah. And then uh, um, I put that one with a Cannibal Musical song, but... Um, but yeah, I picked up snow and I thought it was going to be kind of like what I've experienced with snow. Like it's been compacted a little bit. It's going to, you know, but it was straight powder. I was like, I, this is new. This is a new feeling. It's not the first time I've been in snow. I gotta let everyone know that it's the first time I've woken up to snow. (laughs) That's never happened for me, but, uh, it was wild, but my pipes did freeze. The ones specifically that go to my bathroom. Oh yeah, they froze. But every other faucet and and shower head in the house worked fine. Nothing was wrong. So I don't know. Maybe the there's when I know we have some top cats in there. Maybe they shredded the fucking uh, what do you call that? The the insulation, insulation. around the pops. Yeah, but that was a trip. That was a fucking trip. You can see the pictures on my Instagram, by the way, for anybody who's curious. Um, oh, but. That's what you messaged me. Uh, so did you see what I posted on Instagram? And I was already in the bed. And then yeah, I never went and fair. looked at your Instagram yesterday morning. Uh, so the other funny thing about it is that my our dog, uh, Scarlet, the Chihuahua, she's never seen snow ever. She's, she's uh, going to be 12 years old this year. Never seen snow. I, like, I, have, a, I have two videos. One is... Is that Sean? Sean just messaged us. No, that's that's oh, that's you. me. I, I posted pics of what I've been painting on this evening. Gotcha. Looks pretty good so far. Um. Anyway, the first video of Scarlet, she immediately goes about two feet outside and then immediately turns back around towards the house because she doesn't get to go outside a whole lot. Like when we lived in Elk Grove. We took her outside occasionally, but there were so many other big dogs in the area, and like, she did really bad around kids. And there's a ton of kids in the neighborhood. We just didn't take her out much. And if we did, it was like yeah, the front yeah. yard, and we'd have to put a fucking uh, spike in her. the ground with her leash attached to it. Yeah. Um, 
So here we don't really use a leash. We just kind of say, hey, come here. And she'll, she'll, she'll be in the area. Um, we have to watch out for fucking hawks, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, oh, yeah, because she's little. There have, been, there have been days where they're circling above our house, and we're like, you're not going outside today. But um, <laughs> she, uh, but yeah, she goes about two feet out, turns around, but then does this attitude of like, I'm outside, but I don't want to be outside, but I do want to be outside. Like this kind of, you saw the video, like she's unsure. And I, she's like, I was oh like, oh God, like, okay. what do I do? And she was shaking. <laughs> yeah, so fucking funny. So she goes inside. And then about, I want to say a half an hour to 45 minutes later, I do it again. I'm like, I'll go outside, I'll go outside. And she's like, yeah. So she follows me all the way to the door. I open it. She looks outside and squints her eyes because it was so bright. And she's looking at me and she goes, she backs up just a little bit. And I'm like, come on outside. Come on. The other dog's right here. Come on. And I cam, I cam the ca- or pan the camera back to her. And she's just sitting there shaking so hard. So hard. I'm like, I, I think you're shaking because it's cold and because you're excited, but can't do anything about it. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, she's, she's not a fan. I'm not a fan of the snow. Which makes sense. She's a chihuahua. Um, anytime yeah. it gets below sixty, she's like, "Is there a blanket nearby I can get under?" But uh, it's like misty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a trip. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it just it's been a lot of like taking care of my folks and playing Baldur's Gate three. So, which. Nice. It's so funny to me because you remember when we played tabletop and how much Andy would min-max? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. He does that in Baldur's Gate. It's it's hilarious. Like he'll uh he 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 I don't know if you want to call it a scum save, but there's a there's an event that happens in the game and when you trigger it, you can't do any other side missions. If you had them, do them before you do that event kind of thing, right? We've all played games that do that shit. Um, but the thing about Baldur's Gate 3 is it doesn't warn yeah, yeah. you. Much like tabletop D&D, you make a choice, you fucking roll with it. That's how this works. Um, and so we activated the major event and uh, we were supposed to, like, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an event in waves. And you can do other things outside of that wave. So we went back to like check up on this tiefling and then we were supposed to rescue the tieflings. And the woman that tells us to go rescue them, she gives a cloak to the, uh, that for like, if you have somebody that uses a lot of, um, uh, cantrips that do damage, it'll double the damage. Mm. Well, he wanted me to have that cause I'm playing a, uh, um, Warlock right now, which I'm having a lot of fun with a Warlock. I thought I'd have fun with a fighter. I'm having a much more t- good, great time with the fucking Warlock. Are you Eldritch Can't explain it, but it's just... Um, death. What's that? Are you Eldritch blasting everything to death? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He wanted me to have that cloak so bad, he did a back save three of, of three hours. So all this progress that we made, we have we had to go do it again. Huh. Luckily, he did, he did it when I wasn't on. But um, it's that's the kind of shit he's doing. Uh, there'll be times where I'm just sitting staring at my phone or watching something on my laptop, and he's doing like all these calculations for 45 minutes on 
our two NPC um, uh, teammates, if you will. I don't know what to call them. Um, and then for party. me and him. Party, thank you. For the other party mates. Um, or the members of the party. Everyone, whatever. It's hilarious. Like, I was telling, I was telling my brother this. I was like, you know, he's that's that's how we're playing. He's doing like all the fucking legwork because he really fucking enjoys it, and I'm just reaping the benefits and enjoying the story. And Josh goes, "So you mean to tell me that you're playing a game on easy mode?" I was like, "You motherfucker! Yes, I am. Again." <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was because I have double Eldritch Blast. So I hit him for I hit him for twice. I hit anybody twice. I can also do two different targets, but um, I was hitting them for eleven, like nine to eleven per. I know it can go as low as seven, but it never does. Yeah. Um, I think it go to like fourteen max. But this cloak, dude, I can hit for like I think fifty total. If I hit one enemy with both, I'll just blast. I'm gonna do about fifty damage. At this point, level Jesus. eight, by the way. So it's it's dope. It's fucking like this game is really good, really fucking good. Because that's the thing. We've made mistakes in the other campaign we play with our buddy Mark. It is. It's that type of story or that type of game, where based on the the race and classes that you are. And the choices that you make in conjunction with past choices you've made, you can make terrible fucking mistakes and change the entire dynamic of the game. Mm-hmm. Will the story bullet points, like the main story bullet points, be the same? Absolutely. 100%. But how the story plays out is completely fucking different. Yeah. So there's also, you can as, do an as evil play. should be. You could do an evil playthrough. You could do just like I'm just not a good guy playthrough. You could do uh, there's a there's a whole type of playthrough called a dark urge, which I'll eventually get to, where there's like this voice in your head constantly telling you to do awful fucking things. You can get an achievement if you complete that storyline, making all good choices and fighting against the dark urge. It's dope. It's like the most I've ever gotten out of a seventy dollar game. Damn. So. Yeah, I cannot recommend Baldur's Gate enough. And like the studio is great too because they they want to make the game as good as it is as it can possibly be on every single console. So yeah. one of the things they want to do is release small updates for the game for free. Oh. Like they want to add different races you can play as and different classes that have been added like Art- Artificer and maybe Goblin. Mm-hmm. So there's... It's cool. By the way, just want to throw this out here. Uh, Cobalts are bigger than I thought they were. Because if they're accurate in this game to D&D, which they should be, they're bigger than I thought. I thought they were like the size of goblins. They're straight up the size of humans. I always picture them a little bit smaller. Or the other way around. One or two. Yeah, they're just, they're they're not the size I thought they were. And that's the thing. I know that Baldur's Gate uses like accurate D and D shit. I mean, they do a little video gamey shit here and there. Like, there's a character in your camp named Withers, 
you can't make him a fucking party member. But if you, cause they didn't design the game for you to lose your character. They designed it for you to get your character back. So this game gives you fucking scrolls, scrolls of revivify like they're fucking going out of style, but they also, um, uh, their character withers will will just resurrect a a, t- a party member um, that's been killed for two hundred gold coins. He can also respect your character for a hundred coins, so there's that. Hmm. Yeah, there's that's quite a bit. It's I, I want to play yeah. it. I'm just not going to be able to get it for a while. <laughs> that's understandable. It's. Like that's what I was trying to swim. My dad is like the stuff you do in a tabletop is com- is not entirely different from Baldur's Gate, but they definitely have video gamey aspects that tabletop wouldn't have. Yeah, so I'm just um, it's fucking great. Anyway, so let's get to that discussion topic, huh? What do you say? Words, phrases. Um, I don't know. Yes, would be the one I was Curious looking for. But- I'm I'm curious as to what it is. So, I was Kept watching a thing for about 25 minutes now. I was watching a thing on on uh, TikTok specifically, and it got me interested to bring this topic up to you. And what it is is that a lot of people have a misperception on what being an atheist is. Oh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. The the thing for me, and the reason I the reason I want to talk to you about it was, you and I are both consider ourselves to be atheists because we don't believe in the God, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the main difference between us and most Christians is we believe in one less God than they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The fascinating thing to me about this misperception on atheism is that we don't have a moral compass because we don't believe in God. We don't have that fear of God. I've had that argument with people before. Oh, same here, 100%. And I always, and... Find, it, I always find it immensely fascinating that this is the misperception that so many people have about atheism. When in reality, and, 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 I, you know, and I'm not saying it's one-to-one, but I have seen so many people, so many people say that they've met people who are atheists that are just absolute pieces of shit, that have no regard for other people's safety or, or mindset or anything in mind, that they just are angry all the time and always want to have confrontation. And I'm just like... Yeah, the fabled I, militant atheist that I've always heard so much about yet never have witnessed in person. I can tell you that I was a militant atheist when I was a lot younger. So the, so when I became atheist, or when I kind of decided that I wasn't going to believe in any god, um, I was in seventh grade. The teacher was teaching us about how in the medieval ages, or a specific era of the medieval ages, that Catholicism was used as a tool to keep peasants and and serfs kind of complacent that they thought are our terrible lot in life isn't permanent that we can rise above it by believing in God and going to heaven or whatever. And 
It's that, also about the time the Catholic Church decided to rule, make the decree that suicide would send you straight to hell because people started killing themselves, so they wouldn't. Right. To. Right. Yeah. So the reason that I, I like, I took that into heart and I thought about it and I went, well, if they're if they're weaponizing religion, why didn't God step in then? There's all these stories about God stepping in and doing things or changing things because he didn't like how it was going or whatever. But in this situation, he just didn't do anything. And people were suffering immensely and he didn't do anything. And I was like, we have people suffering today and he does fucking nothing. Like, you know, people say the phrase, God bless the USA. And I'm like, if that's the case, this is the only country he's fucking blessing. I was also seventh grade, so I didn't realize all the other problems that were happening at that time. But um, it just like that was the snowball. That was the small snowball that rolled into a fucking snow boulder. Um, and and then I've had so many people, and I've heard this a hundred fucking times. Atheists again have no moral compass. That atheists atheists are Satan worshippers, which I'm like, that's mm-hmm. wild. Because if I don't believe in God, I sure as fuck don't believe in the devil. Um, no, but he is the coolest fictional character in the Bible. Oh, for sure. For well, if we're talking about religions, because I don't remember who said it. It might have been Penn from Penn and Teller, Penn Gillette. But uh, everyone is an atheist to like Greek and Roman and Egyptian and Mayan gods. Because mm-hmm. those have become mythology now, so everyone doesn't believe in them. You believe in whatever god you want to, because as far as I know, and I've done a lot of research on theology, there aren't any religions today that are actively worshipped, other than maybe paganism, that have multiple gods. Yeah. And and I could be wrong on that. I'm not. I'm you know. I don't know everything, but um. But uh, also the history of how that changed is wild. But um, it's just it's just something that I think is always an interesting topic to have a discussion to have. Where I had a friend a long time ago that was that was like so. It was a friend named J- uh, Justin. We worked at Walmart together. And I, you know, we liked the same geeky things. We enjoyed the same video games, the same movies, the same TV shows, the whole fucking kit and caboodle. And yeah. um, uh, we got to be really good friends because of it. So one day I kind of opened up a little bit and I'm telling about this episode of Penn and, Penn and Teller's bullshit where they're talking about creationism. And I'm just going on and on and on all the way home. We pull up in front of my house and he goes, Greg, I'm an atheist. Or sorry, Jesus Christ. Greg, I'm a creationist. And I was like, oh, well, I'll enjoy eating this foot tonight. Um, the next day at work, I asked him, I was like, are we cool? Because I don't, you know, not want to be your friend just because we don't see eye to eye when it comes to religion. And he goes, oh, we're good. I'm not going to let religion or politics get in the way. And I went, hold up. How do you vote? He goes, Republican. I'm like, well, <laughs> we do not see eye to eye on politics and religion. But him and I became, we're really good friends until... He married a woman that just didn't like me for whatever fucking reason. She, she didn't dislike me, but she didn't. She, she, I, I don't think she disliked me in his head. Oh, hundred percent. Cause he was also the type of Christian that's like, I'm not having sex till I get married. And so once he got married, he was like, 
they had sex for the first time, and after that, it was like whatever she wanted, he did. Period. Oh no. Oh yeah, like they moved to, to Tahoe. Um, I never like I talked to him one time in Tahoe because he had me stay at his house, and then after that, I contacted him a bunch and never heard from him again. Still to this day, haven't heard from him. Hmm. It's crazy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it happens. You grow, you know, friends grow apart. It's a thing. I'm not gonna be upset about it. Yeah, yeah. But for various reasons, I mean. But but talking to him about religion was always interesting because he he had a very classic idea of what an atheist was. So meeting me, he was kind of taken aback. He was like, "I thought you guys were just awful, evil people." I was like, "I was like, do I seem awful?" He's like, yeah, but how are you atheists? Like, you're such a kind person. You give a shit about other people. And I'm like, you don't have to follow a theology to be kind. You don't have to sacrifice a good chunk of your life to a religion to understand that people don't want to be treated like garbage. Like, it's not a one-to-one. And he was like, yeah, I guess that's true. And I'm like, that's a problem that I have with Christianity is that it's this idea that you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to be of this like-minded sense. And it's just, it's not fun. It's not fun to think of that. Like if, if you tell me the only reason I don't do bad things is because my religion tells me not to, you're a dangerous fucking human being in my mind. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I view people that are that way. But yet they say, well, we're going to be rewarded because we've, you know, because of our lifestyles. Like, Who's rewarding you? How do you know that that's going to fucking happen? You know, what about the things that you're ignoring that, well, you know, the people that you look down upon, how you treat others? Sorry, I don't give a fuck about your reward. I don't want your reward. You know, it's just, ugh. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, it's, it's, it really fucking upsets me like I have a former friend who's not been in my life for a while now but used to be really close to their family Uh, and back when Facebook first came out well when I first joined Facebook about 10 years ago or so I made my very prominent on my profile status that I was an atheist, you know, not like announcing it as soon as you land on my page, but if you go in the about me section under religion, atheist, you know, the section I'm talking about and you know how Facebook used to, when you started liking things or, you know, would share things and it would show you who shared what, you know, like, your friend Greg shared something from the friendly atheist or liked something from the friendly atheist. You know, Hammett Mata. Yeah. Uh, Facebook used to tell you that shit, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she actually got on her page because I would like articles by Hammett Mata, the friendly atheist. And she, she actually posted it on her Facebook page. I need my prayer warriors. Atheist demons have invaded my Facebook and I don't know what to do. I'm just like, oh my fucking God. And to this day, she's not spoken to me once. 
There was uh, my aunt was like that. Well, to I'll extent. take that back. She did say some horrible things when she found out I transitioned. Oh well, there you go. No, there's no love like Christian hate, or no hate like Christian mm-hmm. love. Sorry, it's no hate like Christian love is the phrase. Honestly, it, it works both ways. Yeah, I was just I was trying to say the phrase as correctly as I could. <laughs> I mean, the, the like the, the so my aunt has been like that um she uh somebody's told her that i was when my nephew was born i think it was when my nephew was born and she was shocked and then just walked away from me and i hadn't heard her from, from her for years and uh and then when we finally did talk about it you know i had to tell her like i don't i will say this my personal life choice is I don't believe in anything that I can't see. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in... in uh, uh, sorry, I, I went on and on and whatever. And I said, but that, that doesn't mean that I don't think that you can't. I don't, you know, I'm not saying, hey, because I believe this way, I think you're an idiot for believing that way. That's not how I think and operate. My entire aspect of that is that you should be able to believe however you want you should be able to have that freedom of religion that if we're gonna constantly fucking bring up the founding fathers wanted us to have you know one of the tenements of this country that i think is such a great idea no matter who you're talking to is the idea that you can believe whatever you want in this country persecution free yeah like, yes, I know that's written to the Constitution that the government can't persecute, persecute you for believing however you want. I Just like the Second Amendment. But, or freedom of speech, I should say. But, I think it is a good idea as an American to allow others to, to believe how they want. And to not be judgmental on that. Which I think is something that bothers me so much about these Christians. Because in one breath they'll say, I'm being persecuted against, people are treating me poorly because I'm Christian. You know, I'm, you know, this and that and this and that. And, and, and I'm sitting there like, okay, well, I'm atheist. And they're just like, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> so, but yeah, it's just, it's such an odd, odd thing to me to be so actively against people who you don't understand. I think something, you know, I go back to that episode of Ted Lasso. I know you haven't watched it, but there was a phrase he said in no. that show that I thought was, what? I, I was just saying, no, I've not watched it yet. I need to. No. Yes, you do. It's very good. But there's a there's a scene in that where he quotes, I don't remember who he quotes, I don't remember the guy, but he says, it was written on a wall and it, and it said, uh, uh, be curious, not judgmental. And I love that fucking phrase because that's kind of how I've always been in this world. I've always been more curious about people than I have ever been judgmental. The only time I'm judgmental is if something like, I believe the earth is flat. Uh, There's nothing curious about that. You're just dumb. I don't mean to mince words here, but you're just dumb. Sorry. You are unintelligent because you don't want to fit any kind of status quo because you think that people are intentionally lying to you. A number of things. And, uh, but other than that, when it comes to political belief, 
when it comes to, not, I don't know if belief is the right word, but when it comes to political affiliation, ideology, affiliation, um, or, or religious, you know, identification, I don't think you're stupid. I'll never think you're stupid in that. So, and I just find it so odd that it's, it's the fucking polar opposite when it comes to atheism. And it it frustrates me. It really is because I've been told by former good friend who most of the time we always get along great. He was raised in the church. Dad's a preacher. Both parents extremely religious. But, you know, we always got along. And then the older he got, the more conservative he got. And the belief that I couldn't have a moral compass if I didn't have religion. I was like, that's not true. Because, you know, I'm I'm good to... I'm good to, you know, most everybody that I meet in life. And I stay that way until they give me reason not to. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I wish ill upon them, you know. I mean, I guess the severity of how much ill you wish. Because I've wished ill on people. But like a little bit of ill. Like I hope that the next time you're well, driving like to get a the clap place, or fucking diarrhea or something, or a tire I goes mean, out, I not blows up, but just like you get a flat tire. I've wished herpes on people. <laughs> you know that's fair. I kind of get her. I kind of get that. But yeah, I just you know I thought that'd be a longer topic, but it's just it's just it's just frustrating. Like. No, I don't is, like, you know, I had somebody ask me a long time ago, like, if you're atheist, then how, then why do you use certain things that atheism or that uh, Christianity teaches? And I go like, what? And they're like, you treat others how you want to be treated. And I'm like, how is that a strictly Christian thing? And they're like, yeah. well, it's in the Bible. I go, okay, it's also in the fucking Torah. It's also in the Quran. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's in those. I was like, yes. Yep. It, like, cost, there's a bunch of fucking parts where they're very fucking similar. As a matter of fact, you really want to break it down. There's a lot of similarities between Norse mythology and Christianity, but dude, I guess that's not time for that conversation, huh? <laughs> yeah, really. That's the thing. You know, all the major world religions, they all have similar origin stories and similar things, and if you look at the Bible and the radius that it covers, it's just like such a small landmass. And but yet there are vast similarities between Christianity and you know other non-Abrahamic religions, right? Uh, right. That came hundreds, if not thousands, of years before. So it's not even an original idea. No. It's not. I don't know. I just, I just wish people would. I don't know. I don't want to say take a chill pill on it, but it's like maybe do some research. Maybe talk to an atheist. You know, 
someone maybe that's not going to be an asshole. Like, because from my experience, I don't care who you are, what background you come from. If you belong to a group of people or there's other people that see that in the same way you do, they're going to be assholes. Period. Yeah. Like, um, mass shooting isn't tied to just white pe- white angry dudes. No, it's just, just a majority some, of them. Just the majority. And I want to point this out. If I have to say it again, just because one trans person went on a fucking shootout doesn't mean all trans people are violent, you morons. No. I mean, we may want to smack you upside your fucking ignorant ass head, but we don't want to fucking shoot you up. Right. And kill you. It's just... You know, it's... Honestly, it's not surprising that one person did that, you know? Yeah. With the amount of fucking targeting and hatred that the trans community has been receiving over the past several years. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I bought this, like, $2 thing of uh, noise putty, so... Wait, hold on. The noise what? Like gack, like old school. Oh. I, I literally thought you had rolled your desk chair back over a cat's tail. I was like, when did y'all get a cat? <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because I was actually rolling backwards in my chair. And I heard it, and I thought I'd run over one of my cats. For a <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's better. That was a fart. Hold on. Yeah. You remember Gak oh, when you squeeze it into the tube, and it'd make a fart? I sound? never missed. I never missed with Gak. Oh my was god! After I... Gak was what mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was it was a kid's toy for our generation, but yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's actually marketed as that. It's called Whoopsie Noise Putty. Hmm. Oh, sorry. So I was, dying, anyway. I was dying to squeeze it and I was like, oh, mine's going to be talking about something important here. Perfect. <laughs> oh, so you did that intentionally. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. Well, as I was saying, you know, it's not surprising to me that there's only been one trans shooter in the past few years, considering the rise of anti-trans legislation and the targeted hatred and bigotry that the community has been receiving on a daily basis for quite some time now. Uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the fact that there's only been one mass shooter that is yeah. trans, that is a little surprising to me. Uh, <laughs> because I mean, it goes... That's why. That's know, but my. I want to slap. I want to slap some people upside their head. But you know, that's just yeah. me. You know. But well, that's I that's my, my emotions pretty well. Not that's but the, yeah, that's that. That's my entire point about that about bringing that up was because there are so many people out there that think it's one to one. That like, I think. I kind of teased Sean in our group about that a little bit a while back when we were talking about um, uh, certain races in D and D. Yeah. yeah, Cause like he says that like 
tieflings, like he understands why people would be racist towards tieflings because they are demon spawn to which my response was not really, but sure. Um, and he was like, and then I mentioned how there's been more evil humans in D and D than there were tieflings in my experience. And he goes, yeah, but that's based off sample size. Because if you take all the tieflings to the number of evil tieflings and all the human, I was like, dude, I've heard the same fucking rhetoric from, uh, 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 I don't want to say Republican, but conservative people. Like, oh, well, the population of black people is smaller, so the number of, the percentage of crime to black people versus the percentage of crime to white people. And it's like, what? That's such a wild fucking thing to say. I don't care how many of that specific race there are or ethnicity there are. That doesn't constitute that that group is more. Are you going to sit there and tell me that because pit bulls have been trained to fight that there's, Pitbulls are more dangerous than any other breed because I promise you that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I've said it before. People are outright fucking stupid, but it, it just it irks me. It irks me to no end, y'all. I get very very irritated by ignorancy. Ignorancy is that the right word? It's not, but you know, for now, we'll submit it. We'll submit it, and we'll see if they add it to the dictionary at the end of the year. Ignorancy. It's like residency, but for ignorant people. I just, uh, I, I could go on and on and on. It's just, it's the more curious you are about a group of people that might be smaller in number, the more you can learn about them. And the, and the more it can open your mind about what kind of people they are. I think there have been a few examples where the more I learned about something, the less I liked it, as, as Scientology being one of them. Um, hmm. But, because that fucking shit is, bored, is like, not quite a cult, but good God, is it almost there. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, I've always been the type of person to be more curious than judgmental or just curious in general. Like somebody's like, I'm this. And I'm like, tell me more. Cause huh? <laughs> and I'm certainly not, not judgmental. I don't think that there's wrong with anybody for having a different point of view. Like the example I give for this isn't the best example, but it's an example you're getting anyway. Um, my little pony, the cartoon immensely fucking popular right mm-hmm. or at least it was i don't know how much now when it first it's, came out it's still pretty popular but i don't think it's as popular as it was 10 years ago no but when it first came out i was listening to the news with my friend i was heading to his, I was in his truck and his house and it was a local radio station in sacramento and it was a talk radio show that played music occasionally but the, they were talking about how a huge pool of of uh, a huge pool of the fan base for this new My Little Pony cartoon were in between the ages of 30 and 40. You know, 25 to 40 or whatever it was. And I'm like, that's what? People in their, like men in their 30s are watching this cartoon that's clearly for girls. Like, 
I kind of get it. Maybe they're appreciating the animation. There are men that work on it. Like what, what is like, why? Right. Cause I remember the, my little pony cartoon from the eighties and that was like very much a girl's show. Sure. We watched care bears, but I think care bears is a little bit more uh, mono- uh, uh, um, polygamous when it came gender to gender. Neutral. Very gender neutral. Thank you. That's where I was looking for. Uh, but my little pony was always geared towards a more feminine child audience. Not that boys couldn't watch it. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But I was like, I don't remember a lot of grown men in their fucking thirties enjoying My Little Pony cartoon in the eighties. My point. So no, they were too busy getting drunk and going out for cigarettes and never coming back home. True. Probably because uh, you know their son at was least, watching My Little Pony and they didn't know how to process that information. At, at least men in the eighties give gave hope to their children they were coming back, whereas men in the fifties just left. So. You know, there's that. To my dad who left me to... Anyway. A lot of deadbeat dads out there. That's the point of it. Um, but anyway, I just, don't, I just don't remember that in the 80s. So I was like, why is this new one so popular? So I, I watched it. I sat down and I watched about five episodes. After those five, I went, still don't get it. Genuinely, I still don't get what's so popular about the show. There's a few references to video games or other pop culture, whatever, in the show. But nothing substantial enough for me to stay there. It was very much, you know, about friendship between these six ponies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw nothing wrong with it, but I still couldn't figure out why dudes my age were spending exorbitant amounts of money to collect the figures. And I'm like, okay, let me see if they're if they're so popular that people are spending an arm and a leg. Nothing more than you'd expect from plastic figures online. Maybe a little bit more than you'd see in the store. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to, to, to quantify that amount, right? And I'm like, I could not fucking figure it out. So I talked to men my age over years, and I'm asking, have they watched it? Do they know? Yada, yada, yada. And they're like, no, I've never watched it in my life. I don't know, I don't know what that's about. I'm like, okay. And I talked to people who did watch it. And they're just like, man, all the references here. Like, there's a there's a Portal reference and a Doctor Who reference and a Bioshock Infinite reference. And I'm like, so? Does that quantify there's a, there's the fucking... A pony, there's a pony called Doctor Who's. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is that enough to quantify watching 22 minutes of hardcore pastel for a reference to another piece of art you enjoy? Is that enough? Because it's not to me. To some it was, and that's fine. I'm not going to take away that, but I just didn't get it. But I still didn't judge. I was still curious the whole time. Yeah. Did I ever truly understand it? No. Have I seen arguably too much My Little Pony porn? Yes. (laughs) Not because I want to, just because it exists and I'm on the internet. My favorite thing is I'll be in the the uh, like recommended topic pay- page of Twitter, and I'll mm-hmm. click on it, going like, "Oh, what is? Why is this person trending?" And I'm like, "Okay, that's interesting." Scroll one down, and it's just some girl taking it in the ass, and I'm like, "Good lord!" Huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn that shit off. I guess I don't know how to do it, but Jesus Christ! Or like I'm like, "Oh, Metroid Prime is is trending." Did some news come out that I didn't catch? And, like, the first pick is, like, an animated, 
uh, Samus in the blue suit just getting absolutely destroyed by by uh, uh, Ridley. And I'm like, good God, Internet, you got to calm down. But I digress. Um, but yeah, like I'm always curious about, and I always bring up the topic by Little Pony on that because I just wish more people were like that with atheism. Bringing it back full fucking circle, Maya. Uh, I'm getting better at controlling my ADD. Uh, I just wish, yeah, okay. I just, yeah, I was just making a joke. I just wish more people were curious about it. That's all. Like, talk to us, actually ask us how we feel about the world. Like, there's a reason we don't believe in a God, and that's a lot of it is the injustices in the world. Maybe if all kids were suddenly cured of cancer, I might start believing in a God. Yeah. Maybe. Like, let me, let me see a, let me see a legit real miracle. That's not just a kid being born. Yeah. Speaking of congratulations to our, our friend. Yeah. My buddy Mark uh, and his wife had their, uh, their kid on Monday. Little Finn. to him yesterday. Talked to him yesterday. I almost made the joke that Finn's not a Jewish name, but I didn't. <laughs> that would be fine. Like, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. He's on um, the moon. You can tell. Oh yeah, dude. My dad asked me um, if Mark made the joke of "Why don't you put in a couple extra stitches in there for me, Doc?" And I went. No, because we're not all weird, misogynistic assholes, Dad. A friend of mine actually did that. My dad did that. And his girlfriend, while still in the stirrups, punched him right in the fucking mouth. Good. It was awesome. <laughs> Is That is like... That is... The first time I heard that, I was grossed out by it. The first time I heard that, I was like, that's not even... That's just awful. Especially mm-hmm. if your wife is right there having just given birth. Mm-hmm. You haven't even mopped the placenta up off of the fucking floor? Come on. No kidding, dude. Yuck. <sighs> Shit, placenta is pleasanter, more pleasant... Almost a pleasanter, like an idiot. Is more pleasant than that fucking phrase. And it's not pleasant at all. No, it's like a five-gallon bucket of night crawlers. I could handle that. I mean, it'd be upsetting, but I could handle it. The smell. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I've I've been in a room where there's parents, or not parents, but cats or dogs that have given birth. And I'm like, it stinks in this house. It smells mm-hmm. like afterbirth. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gross. <coughs> Pardon me. So, all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and talk about uh, Percy Jackson now that we've gotten that out of our system? Okay. Give me just a second. I'm, I I realized um, that I don't have my tab pulled up to give an episode synopsis. Fucking good job, Maya. Well, I've been painting while we've been talking. I've been painting. Calm down, Bob Ross. <clears throat> I'm just going to be a weird asshole to you for no reason. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, Bear with me while I pull it up. 
Percy and I've been watching a little. I've been watching uh, awesome games done quick. This past uh, like week, like started on Sunday, and they're already at halfway through the thing at uh, six hundred ninety one thousand. Oh yeah, they'll hit fucking two point five, maybe three by Saturday because that's how it works. Everyone starts donating the last two days. Yeah. All right, so episode six is titled, We Take a Zebra to Vegas. Uh, After Percy eavesdrops on a dream where a mysterious voice presenting as his headmaster from Yancey Academy talks to the lightning thief, the trio arrive in Las Vegas and inform Luke through an iris message that Clarice might be the thief. At the Lotus Hotel and Casino, Grover finds a family friend named Augustus who says that he found Pan, and Percy and Annabeth find Hermes, who refuses to help them due to various reasons. They then realize they've unknowingly been inside the casino for days to the air of the casino contain- due to the air of the casino containing lotus fruit. After flower. reuniting with Grover, well, they put fruit in here, but yes, it was lotus flower. It was the extract. Uh, I was going to say, because I've read the Odyssey a couple times, and I'm like, it's lotus flower, not lotus fruit that they ate. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hmm. But I got that. <clears throat> Well, you know, scholars don't write these Wikipedia entries. What can I say? That's very fucking true. After reuniting with Grover, they find Hermes' car and the directions to the underworld he left for them. They're brought to the Santa Monica beach by the car. In the water, Percy learns from Aenirid that his quest deadline had passed and his father left to prepare for war. Percy vows to continue his quest and is provided with four pearls to escape the underworld. To which the nearer replies, he said, there's three of us. She said, yeah, save the world, then save your mother. And then that's how the episode ends. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it was really fucking cool to see Lin-Manuel Miranda in a non-musical role. I was like, oh, he just talks sometimes. <laughs> You've not seen that before? I have. I'm saying it was nice I was to see say, He did a whole again. season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was funny as hell. Yeah. He just, you know, nine times out of ten when you see him, it's... He's different. He's different. Um, one of the things I really like, I want to point this out when it comes to... Percy Jackson is that the titles of these episodes are named directly after title or chapters of the book. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's really nice. It is getting me kind of interested in reading the books. I agree. So next season should be called Sea of Monsters. Or that's the next, like, because this is the book of the Lightning Thief, and then the next book is Sea of Monsters. And there are one, two, three, four, five. There are five primary books. I think you could do five seasons of the show easily and then call it. I thought there were six. Um, There's, well, there's one, two, three, four, five other books. And that's on the, I don't know what the, like, Jason, Nico, Leo, Rena, and Piper. Those are the characters in that book, in that series. Then there's the Trials of Olympo, or Apollo, Jesus Christ, Greg, Apollo. So that's one, 
two, three, four. Yeah, I'm five. looking at a list right now. We've got The Lightning Thief from 2005, Sea of Monsters the next year, 2006. Following year, 2007 was The Titan's Curse. 2008 was The Battle of the Labyrinth. 2009 was The Battle or The Last Olympian. And then last year, 2023, The Chalice of the Gods was released. And then coming in 2024, Wrath of the Triple Goddess is coming. What was the one in 2023? The Chalice of the Gods. Oh, well, I'm looking. At, I guess I'm looking at the wrong thing, because the books that are told from Percy's perspective are the primary line of books in this universe. Because that's the. Can I find a fucking list of the of all the books within the Percy Jackson universe, please? I beg of you, Twitter, or not Twitter, but Google. Now, The Heroes of Olympus is a sequel series. And The Trials of Apollo is also a sequel series. Okay, so there's... The mainline book series is the original five, plus this one from last year and this one upcoming this year. I was going to say, because there's the the series of Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which is the the, the prime storyline for this universe. Mm-hmm. And those are how different titles. Yeah, I see. I see it now. Okay, here it is. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I see. 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 Well, I mean, if that's the case, you could just keep going with the show as long as you want. I assume. I wonder if Percy Jackson ages up. That's kind of interesting that the five books were written from 2005 to 2009. And why did he choose to write Chalice of the Gods so late? Was it just the popularity of the series? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, let's see. In the sixth novel of the of the Percy Jackson series, serves as a follow up to the original five books, taking place after the events of the series of the Heroes of Olympus and the Trials of Apollo. So he's older. Uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's neat. Anyway. Keep going with the show as long as you're doing it right, because this show is highly fucking fascinating, albeit being a show for, you know, teenagers, young teenagers. It's still least, fun. I was like, that's it's that's it's, it's enjoyable. I was like, that's its direct audience. Not that anybody couldn't enjoy it, but Yeah. We're having I just we're, love we're enjoying it. We're having a good time. Those with my, the modern day mythology and Yeah, that's my favorite thing. It's tying that and like the lotus flower thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of clever because it's a it's a casino. And that's a thing with the casinos. You could forget where you are and lose track of time very easily in a casino. And uh, But they're like, hey, we're going to add a mythology angle to it. I'm like, I appreciate that. I really do. I really appreciate that. So. But yeah, I. Uh, it's fun. It's just a fun show. It's just a good time for 40 minutes and then you move on with your day. Sometimes less than that. I don't know what yeah. else to say about it. It's just, it's solid. The, the kids, the, the act, the kids acting is great. The fucking theming is great. The, the, the guest stars have been fucking wonderful playing the, the gods that they're supposed to play or whatever role. Um, 
it's like you said, you kind of want to read the books. Yeah, it makes me want to read the books. But if I'm going to sit down and force myself to read, i got to start with the Witcher series. Uh, yeah, you have a plethora of books to read first. Oh, I've got, I've got a stack of ten painting. brand new novels I bought within the pet. What? <laughs> uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Did you hear what I said? Or because you're always painting. But I said it because you're always painting. Well, <laughs> it's a it's a wonderful Zen-like pastime. I I I assume it is. I can't do that because my stomach will start to hurt and I'll feel like I'm going to throw up. So Just puke and get it over with. No, it won't, the feeling won't go away regardless of puking or not. That's unfortunate. I mean, I, I don't have an explanation for that feeling, but if I have to do a small, minute thing, I'm like, what? What? I told you about me trying to play fucking um, Power Wash Simulator, right? No. So the way that you play that game is you have to get every piece of grime off of whatever you're power washing. And there'll be times Mm -hmm. where there's like a tiny spot and you have to hit it. And like trying to aim at that perfectly. And I'm just like, I'm going to fucking, I can't do it. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Can't do it. I won't do it. You can't make me. Well, what grade would you give to this episode? Oh, it's a solid A. I don't think it's an A plus because it's simple. I almost didn't have to watch the episode directly. <laughs> um, like you know what I mean. Like, there's not a whole lot of. I'm curious how it's going to end, but when I watch the episode, I'm like, okay. I really enjoyed that. It was really fun. Okay. Like when, uh, I can't think of her fucking name. The girl that's with him. Annabeth. Annabeth. When she, I don't want to spoil it, does what she does with, uh, Hermes. Yeah. Um, it didn't shock me. I wasn't like, Oh my God, I didn't expect that. Like, it just kind of happened. I hadn't really thought about it, but I was like, okay. Next step. Yeah. yeah There's also a lot of, much, like... Let's moving the plot forward. Yeah. Yeah. I The thing I enjoy most about this show is the... How they're adjusting classic mythology to modern day. I really fucking enjoy that. And that's kind of what I look for when I watch the show. Um, Because that's the the thing that I'm going to enjoy the most about it. And, uh, um, but it being very simple is why it kind of gets an A and not an A+. Like, I really enjoy it, but it hasn't wowed me yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, Greg, would you give it? Like B plus, B plus. I thought it was, you know, it was it was fun, it was enjoyable, but it was really straightforward and simple. Uh, but I do like the setup for the next episode, and probably the final two episodes. 
So, but, uh, you know, I didn't dislike it. It was just, it wasn't quite as enjoyable as the last episode. And it could just be the Edge fan in me. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Copeland, how dare you? Oh, well, you know. Did you see the thing online? If we want to get technical about it. Yeah, fair enough. That's Did you see the thing online about about people? That's what he originally um, was on the Indies, right? But did you see what people are saying about him when it comes to his AEW appearance? People no. are really, really, really dissatisfied with the character of Adam Copeland because he is like somebody on Twitter was like, "It really sucks because they basically made him a regular dude." Like, there's nothing special about him. He's just a guy. And whereas, like, the mystique is gone. The mystique of him being in the WWE, his character in the WWE is gone. Edge was that mystique. Now he's just Adam Copeland. Now, I haven't really watched a whole lot of Adam Copeland in AEW, i got to admit. But that's what I've been seeing a lot of people say online about him in AEW. That's, so. that's, that's weird. I mean, that's um, that's just a weird way to look at it. Weird, weird take. It's like he's always been Adam Copeland. You know, I Edge kind of lost like... its uh, Edge lost the edge, so to speak. You know, like once he and Christian separated from the Brood and quit doing the vampire thing. You know, he was. Just I don't know about that. that. Had a cool name. Well, Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley brothers or boys or whatever, the Dudleys. Boys. They were very much in the same vein to me, whereas their entire cool factor was their hardcore factor, right? That's what got me coming back to them every week. It was like, what fucking stunt are they going to do next week? What shit are they going to get up to this week? Because I don't remember... Their character super well. Like I do, but I don't. I'm, I, I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's like, again, I don't have an opinion on it. I just think it's interesting that there are people that think that. So, Yeah, that's a weird fucking take. I don't know. But uh, what, what do we know? What are we watching next week? We are going to be watching episode seven of Percy Jackson um, and a documentary that I found on, or that just came out, I should say, on um, uh, HBO Max called Y2, or, uh, Time Bomb Y2K. And it's basically about an hour and 20 minutes of like recanting the year of 1999 and going into recanting the Recanting or recounting? Yeah, nice, but recanting because that's the right word. Really, um, recanting? Yeah, when you recant okay. something, you're taught you're what? When you recant something, you're you're denying you said it to begin with. Like you recant your testimony, you withdraw. What, what am I trying to think of? Hmm. 
Hold on. That's not the right word then. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, because with recanting is you're re- withdrawing. So what yeah. word do I want to use for that? Recounting? Uh, not count, because you're not recounting any. Are you? Yeah. Boy, I my brain is fucking fried right now. Because I've been using recant a lot to kind of recall. Eh, that's a better word. It's recalling everything that happened in 1999. Also known as recounting. No. It's not the word I want to use. Well, it's the word I'm choosing for you to use. How dare you? You don't speak for me. (laughs) You don't fucking speak for me. Uh, Hey, here here it is. Recount the official definition. I know. I know you're right. Give an account of an event or experience. I recounted the tale to Steve. I'm I'm a man. I do not admit defeat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. Recounting of the events of nothing. It's recounting. I know. I'm just doing it. Shut up. Um. Not okay. Yeah, mock me for painting well, don't you? Make, make me look dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> anyway. Not my attempt. Right. Okay. <laughs> Episode 7 Percy Jackson. Time Bomb Y2K on HBO Max. Uh, follow us for all the social media. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. You got me all frazzled over here. Follow us on all the social medias listed down below so you know when the new episodes are up. If you want to support us directly, check out our Teespring store for loads of merch. Nick, cool merch is what my note says. Uh, discount code AQU15, AQU15 at checkout for 15% off your order. Huh. Maya, where can folks find you? Find me on Facebook. Find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Dawn Fisher. It's a public profile. Just give me a follow. Send me a message. We'll chat about whatever. Just don't be a creep. What about you, Greg? Where can people find you? Hey, you can follow me on uh, all social medias under Chub Rock Geek. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, I've been uploading a few things here and there on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at the moment. It's video game clips and other shit like that. But also the snow. You can check out the snow pictures that I posted. I posted uh, some too, didn't I? You did. You helped I think on your story? Uh, well, on both my main Facebook and main Instagram page and my story on each. Facebook bothers the shit out of me. It bothers the shit out of me. Um, for a number of reasons. Nothing that is involving you, but, uh, but yeah, folks, that's it. That's it. And that's all. Um, go watch Percy Jackson. Go watch Time Bomb. Come join us next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.